Welcome to the Whiskey Lemon Podcast. This episode is a follow-up from episode 15, Having Balance. That episode was all about planning for the future while living in the moment. I advise to ask yourself what things are important to you when planning your future. Contrary to what we mostly see on social media, I have a different take on working yourself to the bone. Before I jump into this, let me start off by saying this is what works for me. You may find that always working and the sleep when you die mentality works for you, but it definitely does not work for me. I try to format all of my episodes in a way to help you figure out what works for you, while also cultivating peace and happiness, as well as being good to those around you. So what works for me is balance. I have done the work nonstop life, and it was not good for my mental state. Some of the things that really helped me be my best self is routine communication with my family, at least what I consider to be a healthy amount. Exercising, eating in ways that make me feel good, reading and feeding my spiritual hunger. Yoga makes me feel good, listening to music, cooking, and just catching up with some friends. Now, it's not to say that these things cannot happen when you work hard, but doing the things that make me feel good come first, and then I schedule work. Now, I don't mean I have all of my fun, and if there's time left, then I'll do some work because that doesn't pay the bills. What I mean is I don't allow work to interfere with my personal time. I'm strict on that. I make sure that work doesn't interfere with the things that feed my soul. If I have an email that I just need to send today and forgot about it earlier, it can wait until after I eat dinner and do my yoga. I also used to give up hours of sleep to get work done, and I could not justify it for my mental health. Sure, there will be times where I have to squeeze in a task, but that is not part of my regular routine. I don't make five-hour night sleeps irregular. Whether you work for yourself and you simply like the flexible schedule, or you work for an employer and like the actual job that you do, you have to focus on that and not the money that comes from it, or it will drive you crazy. Sure, that is a nice trade-in, but that cannot be what drives you, especially when you work for yourself, because in the beginning, there is no money. You will need more that is driving you. And sometimes it's not even a job that you find enjoyment in. And it's just the routine and discipline that keeps you going. And that's okay. But that should be even more reason why you keep strict and not allowing it to consume your personal time and what feeds your soul. You need those other elements to balance and keep yourself at peace. For me personally, I aim for doing work I enjoy and financial security, not just having an abundance of money. So if I make that my goal, or even if that's just what the outcome is. So let's say I make billions of dollars a year but I'm so unhappy that I do not carve out time to do the things that feed my soul and bring me peace and happiness. It doesn't matter. If I make all of this money and realize I've forgotten to return all of my friends and family's phone calls, it doesn't matter. If I have all of this money, but have a long list of health issues now because I have been going off of five hours of sleep at night and barely eating, none of it matters. And again, maybe five hours of sleep is plenty for you, but this lady needs seven to eight. It is safe to say that we allow ourselves to get so wrapped up in our normal routines that we lose sight of how everyday actions affect our future. And sometimes our perception of importance is based on matters of urgency than long-term. In order for us to be more aware of ourselves, we have to be aware of those around us. According to Victor Lippmann, you can't really be an effective executive if you're not fully aware of the effect your actions and personality have on others. He goes on to say that we often focus on results and not how they were attained. Most of us celebrate our achievements while forgetting the path we took to get there. The things that we had to give up or sacrifice along the way. The people that supported us in the hardest of times. The people that possibly put us in touch with our connections. Introduced us to our significant others. And those that saw something special in us before we saw it in ourselves. 
Lipman asks a very important question. How would you experience your actions if you were on the receiving end? It is essential to take a look at situations from an outside perspective and not just your own. Really absorb how you would perceive the words or actions that you yourself are delivering. This will help you to see yourself clearer and to be more conscious of the things that you say or do. Instead of immediately disregarding someone else's view on a situation, step out of your own perception. You may realize that they are onto something that perhaps just did not occur to you at the moment. There's a book by Donald Miller entitled Scary Close, and I'm going to read a paragraph from his first chapter. I'm also going to link the book in the show notes. It's a great read. Miller states, here's a thought that haunts me. What if we are designed as sensitive antennas, receptors to receive love, a longing we often mistake as a need to be impressive? What if some of the most successful people in the world got that way because their success was fueled by a misappropriated need for love? What if the people we consider to be great are actually the most broken? And what if the whole time they're seeking applause, they are missing out on true intimacy because they've never learned how to receive it? He goes on to say he interacted with the former president's son. The son said he spent a lot of time with the man, but he had no idea who he really was, that he didn't know his father. Miller also expressed how he crafted his humor and intelligence so much so he could have the ability to perform and use it as a persona to impress and mask that he was seeking deep love and connection, which he could not get if he never allowed his real self to be shown. Here are some great points for living life without regrets, as well as embracing others' views. This alone will help you to take your future into account and not just act based on urgent matters. Never laugh at someone's dreams. Believe in love and allow yourself to receive it. Believe in success at first idea. Be organized, but accept adventure and spontaneity. Know that great love and great success involves risks. Never allow the odds to play against you on things that you know in your heart you are meant to fulfill. Win without boasting. Lose without making excuses. Strive for excellence and not perfection. Judge your success by the degree in which you are enjoying peace, health, love, and happiness. Happiness is not based on possessions, power, or prestige, but on relationships with people whom you love and respect. As always, I hope this information was helpful for you. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review. 